Hey mates, today's episode of the Little Dum Dum Club is sponsored by Punchline. Head to punchline.com.au for all your comedy DVD needs. And don't forget, we've got live shows coming up on the Melbourne International Comedy Festival every Monday night at the Town Hall at 8.30. We're doing our podcast absolutely live with three celebrity and old mate guests. So don't forget to come along and see that. Have a look at the Comedy Festival website for ticket details. And also you can see me, Little Tommy Dasselow, in Pipsqueak in Brisbane, Melbourne and Sydney. Head to tommydasselow.com for more details. See you there, mates. Hey, mates. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Dasselo. Sitting opposite me is a man who caused quite a stir on Facebook with something of a Radiohead ticket ruse last week. Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Is that what it's come to? We're going to be talking about what we've been doing on Facebook. I think so. It was good, though. It was a real test of uh, people's uh, gullibility and, uh, and and limits. It was very stupid. What I did was, all I put was, you know when uh, Radiohead sold out their concert and whatever, and all I did was put on Facebook as my status update, hey guys, I've got 60 free Radiohead tickets <laughs> in my possession to give away. Who wants them? All in capitals, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. generally you think is the grand mark of someone taking the piss. Yeah. And... Not everyone did think I was taking the piss, apparently, <laughs> but uh, but I did like, and I got a lot of requests for them, which I found funny because, A, the Radiohead tickets that sold out in two seconds, why have I got 70 tickets or whatever it was to <laughs> give away free. for free? And B, why am I struggling with 70 free Radiohead <laughs> tickets that I have to give them out on Facebook? And then people, and because, you know, Facebook's full of people you've never met or you haven't seen for 15 years, people were like saying, people I've literally never met were going, yeah, I'll just have seven then. <laughs> like, oh, no worries, just the seven? I'll just take eight in case someone turns up on the day, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but then I was getting messages from people that said, oh, I've heard from a mate that you're giving out <laughs> free Radiohead tickets. Can I have some? So Now, this, this I, don't, I don't think this is in any doubt with the listeners, but we should point out, because I was with you when you did this, yeah. we were crying. We were crying. We were, we, we were enjoying it so much. I went home and did it on my page. I said... My friend Carl has given me 59 free Radiohead tickets if anyone wants them. I started getting private messages from people I went to primary school with. I had one guy do a thing that I enjoyed a lot where he went, oh, yeah, hey, mate. I haven't spoken to this guy in six years, by the way. Oh, yeah, saw the podcast's gone really well. That's great. Ha, ha, yeah, ha, yeah. So? What's, what's with these Radiohead tickets? Ha, 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 ha. Sort of like trying to have, his, trying to have a bet each way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, just this ridiculous thing that I'm finding really funny that people think it's real. And he goes, ha, ha, yeah, ha, oh, good one. Yeah, good prank. I'm like, I don't even really think it's a prank. A prank implies that you're trying to fool people. Yeah. There was no, there was nothing of it trying no to trick people at all. Yeah. Just... Now, if I can break in here before I've even been introduced. Who is this? Whoa. The ghost <laughs> of podcast past right. or future. Uh, I'm on Facebook with you. And when I saw Clang. you do that, uh, when I saw you do that, I've got 60 tickets. I was like, there is no way you've got 60. If you'd said I've got four, I'd go, yeah. oh, how exciting. Yes. But then because 60, I was like, there's no way. Exactly. That's there's the no truth. way someone would trust you with 60 free tickets. There's no way someone would trust me with four. <laughs> so, maybe someone actually thought, oh, the podcast going that way. Well, that the uh, oh, the these, these guys are media record company yeah. industry people are going. Oh, we better sling the podcast people yeah. sixty. That that's the dum dum 
uh, uh, rafters over there. Yeah. That's just a big chunk allocated And new sponsor this week, Michael Chug, has come on board. <laughs> yeah. I, I Man, I just enjoyed it so much. This other quick thing before I introduce whoever the hell that was just before. Yep. Um, our theme it kind song, of sounded like you, but anyway, it, keep oh, going. Jesus. Um, <laughs> our theme song, uh, pe- people often ask, people ask this when they leave an iTunes review, they'll ask what our theme song is. Which is a really dumb way of doing it because you can't you can't reply. I can't message you on iTunes and tell you what it oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like, yep. don't ask a question on the iTunes reviews. Yeah. Email us. Don't ring Facebook up does. and ask a question, then hang up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the the theme song is is by a guy called Aloe Black. It's called Good Things. Should uh, we actually be saying that, considering? I don't think he listens. I think oh, it'll right. be fine. Okay, cool. Uh, but a friend of mine was walking down the street with uh, his girlfriend uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they've walked past a sex shop, and they thought, "Oh, let's you know, let's just go in here, have a bit of a browse in the sex shop." And they're walking around, and then the theme music's come on. Allo Black's <laughs> "Good Things" has started playing in the sh- shop, and so then my friend found that ridiculous and started laughing. And so then he's a grown man laughing in a sex shop, and he goes, "I got to get out of here because I'm like the worst kind of cliche." Of someone just coming in here and going, ha, 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 dildos. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed was, that. That's... Was this one of those my friend in inverted? Oh. <laughs> was this a, and then I just thing? started bloody doing the show live in yeah. there, didn't I? That would be the only better thing is if the theme song had come in and then it had actually been an episode <laughs> of the show. They're just playing us in. Well, what about if the, if the theme song came on in the sex shop and then he goes, oh, dickheads. And then they went, okay, we'll get you some. Here they are. <laughs> Uh, today on the show, you may know her from Sleuth 101, Spicks and Specs and Good News World. Please welcome into Little Dum Dum Club, Cal Wilson. Yay! Thank you. The impatient Cal Wilson. Yes. yes. Smashing my way in there to a conversation before I'm even officially alive. Yeah. It's a re- we really do test the guests sometimes, don't we? Like we bring up something a bit juicy and then they just have to sit there and... Oh, uh, oh sir. Sir. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was me shops. putting my hand up, by the way, yeah. not any kind of weird <laughs> That wasn't left over from the sex shop before, No, no, no. no. That did sound... <laughs> Now, Cal, are you okay? Because I know we did. Uh, there were some concerns of your your well being, so yeah, over I've, your I health. Have a, um, two-year-old uh, disease factory who lives at my house and he gave me gastro, oh. a gastro thing, so I couldn't. You ate him raw? And <laughs> <now you're... laughs> yeah, he was undercooked. Uh, <laughs> um, I didn't wash my hands after peeling him, so uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. mistake. Yeah, so we've all been we've all been having a lovely tummy bug. Yeah, but we're now, all right now. You you're all right now. Yeah. Because I got a message from you yesterday saying, um, <laughs> because I've already heard from you that you, you, you're a bit sick, and I'm, yeah. I, I got a text message from you, and I don't know whether this is one of those misspelt things or whatever it was, <laughs> but your message says, I said, oh, look, we'll come in, we'll do this, and you go, sweet, I'm doing IV in Richmond at 12.45, so I'll come <laughs> into the studio straight after there. Interview. Ah, I thought, <laughs> you're on an IV drip. <laughs> I thought that's what that was. <laughs> Man, you, you had a really exciting view of my tummy bag. <laughs> I thought you were gonna, they were going to be wheeling you That's in That's hilarious. I should have come in a wee oxygen mask. Wow, yeah. that would have been amazing. I was that like, you really... are keen to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, she said if she gets on, she's going to get free Radiohead tickets. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You don't want to pass that up. I mean, it's a lot oh. of pain now for, for some benefit in November. Oh, for six you... or seven. I mean, for four, it wouldn't have been worthwhile. Do but... you suddenly admire me a little less now that you know that it was just <laughs> chatting to a couple of chicks on the radio? Yeah, and not... yeah, yeah. <laughs> Having my entire blood supply replaced. Well, that that actually reminds me because you've been th- th- that sick. Um, 
what we just did, and and of course you are no um, uh, stranger to the corporate speaking world, mm-hmm. and, and and you would do quite a bit of that. I You're a, a sellout, of... is what he's trying to say. You're <laughs> I do a lot no, of motivational no, speaking. No, I'm saying you have money and we don't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, me and Tommy did something on the weekend, which uh, we hosted a little um, corporate do sort of a thing. We we did some work for Time Out Magazine, Time mm-hmm. Out Melbourne, um, and we hosted a little Jenga tournament, yeah. which was yeah. a lot of fun. A giant Jenga giant tournament, giant Jenga, nonetheless. Yeah, now, when you say giant Jenga, do you mean you played it with railway sleepers, or is it like normal sized little bits of wood but really tall? No, they were well. You know what we we they called it giant Jenga when we came in, and the blocks were only you know about nearly a foot long, I guess. Were they? Yeah. Were they that big or yeah, a little bit that, less? Yeah. And we're like, oh, that's not giant. But then once you get it to its natural sort of uh, about as big as you can make it, it's like too big to – it was much bigger than me. Yeah. So you wouldn't want the blocks any bigger because yeah, you literally enough. wouldn't be able to stick well, them on top. Well, you'd be doing development in the CBD, I guess, wouldn't you, if they were really that Yeah, massive. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah much. Exactly. They were twice yeah. Daslow's height, which I know isn't that <laughs> impressive anyway, but still um, – but we did that, and that was fun. We got to talk drunkenly to people, and we got to drink. And, and there was a sponsor. This is what we were debating about. There was a sponsor that was like cider, mm-hmm. um, and then I was just drinking whatever else. I wasn't drinking the cider, but the whole time it was like, yeah, cider, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just drinking normal beer, and this guy comes up and goes, oh, you know, you guys, you know what you should do? And it was like this older guy. You know what you should do? What would be more fun with this gig? If you just mentioned the cider all the time and while you everyone's doing the the jenga you should hold the cider in your hand the whole time and you should he was way more aggressive about it than he goes there should be a new rule yeah yeah. you should have to have a cider in your hand with the label facing the crowd as you're doing your move and so this guy was entirely unconnected with the cider just an interested bystander who'd gone you know i love jenga but i love a bit of fermented apple juice (laughs) even more and logos i love that stuff too (laughs) but then that's i said to him are you the owner of this cider? And he goes, no, and just walked away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. He's on marketing. I, I got on that um, that cider. It's a new cider. It comes in a big bottle. Should we name it? We can probably. No. Okay. Not, not now you've slightly maligned the not, owner. Yeah, not, yeah, they're yeah. not giving us any money, so we're not going <laughs> to bother with that. It's a new one. It's like, you, if you're listening, you know what it is. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's become very popular in the last couple of months, and it comes in like a big can. bottles. It comes in like <laughs> almost long neck sized. Yeah. Uh, bottles and, and it's, so it's a man cider. It's yeah, not a yeah. Girly cider, well, yeah. I think that's what it's cider. trying to be, and it's like uh, different flavors, like wild berry and, and oh, apple black currant. Yeah, yeah, that's a really lady either. cider. Well, what, yeah. would a, what would a man flavored cider be? Uh, that sounds wood, quite beer flavored. Wood, metal, <laughs> uh, Ralph magazine flavored. It would taste yeah. like the inside of a pocket. <laughs> Really? What yeah, is it? just well, like lint. a lint cider. Sort of a bit of lint, and then yeah. there'd be this sort of that that metal taste of a key that's been in there. Yeah, and then yeah, it'd yeah, be yeah. like um, probably a band aid that you'd taken off and forgotten oh. about, or like a pocket that's gone through the washing machine with a bit of paper in it. Yeah, and it's yeah. All, a receipt, men, an old petrol receipt. Man, we can't yeah. do anything properly. We're idiots. And they're all oh, they're all yourself down. Oh. They're all flavors that girls would enjoy, but guys pocket. are right into that stuff. Right into yeah, oh, I love a pocket. Yeah, pocket cider. But it's insanely sweet, and I had because they were free. I had a few of them, and so by the end of the afternoon, not only was I a bit drunk, but I still haven't slept. Like, just that much sugar <laughs> in that ca- amount of time. That much pocket. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. That's going to keep you up. That pocket much rocket. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, because there was, you know, because we were hosting, we got a, quite a bit of free stuff there and whatever. It was funny because I, I didn't know anything about Jenga when we walked in there. And, you know, you learn... <laughs> You learn the how rules. How can you not know about Jenga? I've never this seen fas- it. This fascinated me too. How you could not have Carl literally had no concept. It's basically what the game was stacks on, but with yeah. wood. Yeah, yeah. But I knew that. But then there was all rules and stuff. There's more than just 
I literally thought it was like a bonfire, but a game. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you just stack a fireless wood. bonfire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Well, a, if it's a, a boring bonfire one. with no payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. With yeah. no money shot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was learning as we went along and whatever. And then literally by the end of the day, like we got all this free drink and food and whatever. And then I walked up the street and it was in like Fitzroy Street, which is not the best place to get food anyway. I went into a chicken shop, and you know. I, I bought a chicken roll because I thought, oh, instead of getting a hamburger, I, I, I convinced myself that that's a healthy option, a chicken roll. So they made it and I looked at it. And you know when you buy something and, and you open it up and you go, oh man, that doesn't look good. But mm-hmm. then you think, yeah, but I've paid $6.50 for this and that would be silly just to chuck it out. I'm going to eat the thing that looks like you shouldn't eat it. Yeah. yeah. So then I just ate it anyway. And so then for the rest of the day, it was like sort of my own human Jenga because it was like I'd stacked all this food on top of me. And then I'd put the final bit of chicken roll on top, oh, and then and they all, all fell out. Uh, the rest of the day was. And then uh, you were hanging good. out with Cal's baby, gave yeah. gastro, you wiped your hands and chucked the IV drip in, yeah. and here I am now. <laughs> the weird thing about that, that hosting that Jenga thing, what though, was like we thought there might be. There was talk that there'd be microphones for us when we got there, but there weren't. Oh. So we just, I, I still reckon there would you have been people in the yell. bar thinking that we weren't any kind of official thing to do with it. Like yeah, we were just yeah. two guys spectating who oh. were way too into and it. And we were holding beers yeah. without yeah. even holding the, oh. the logos yeah, yeah, yeah. around the right way you either. holding a Come on, of guys. cider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, guys, let's get more into it. How fun is yeah. Jenga? Look at these weirdos. Oh, that's like, we did an improv gig like that once. We did the um, Queenstown Winter Festival in New Zealand, which is a brilliant festival because they pay you in skiing and a so it was an absolutely brilliant thing to do. And they gave us, they said, oh, you have to come and do, you have to do this improv gig, me and my two mates, uh, at the at the cafeteria at the top of the mountain, just as part of your thing. And so we had like a morning skiing and then we go into this cafeteria where the ground is soaking because everyone's snow has fallen off their ski boots and stuff like that. We're wearing ski gear and ski boots trying to do hilarious improvisation <laughs> in front of tables while people are just eating their lunch and like you no mics slip- or anything like that. It looked like you, Tommy, like we'd just... Three nutters that had wandered in and wanted some attention. And you're a big chance of slipping over as you're space jumping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> clonk, clonk, clonk. Well, that was uh, by the end of the gig because it was quite casual by the end of the gig. Or maybe it was just casual because we'd been drinking so much. <laughs> we got to the very end of the gig and there was some people that had walked in that hadn't been there the whole time. As we're, as we're wrapping up the gig... All my professionalism just went out the window at this corporate gig because we've been drinking or whatever. And someone walked in. We're like, thanks, everyone, for listening to us. And, you know, we sh- you should listen to our podcast and whatever. And this guy walked in and just goes, oh, we're bloody funnier than those guys. And I went, yeah, thanks, everyone. And this guy's a fucking asshole. But anyway, <laughs> thanks for coming along, everyone. So see you, mates. Oh, tell me it wasn't the same guy that told you you should have your logo facing out. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you score this gig? Did you just get approached on the street? Oh, look, was you it can't like get proper, it. We've proper done, channels? This is our gig. You can't pinch it <laughs> off us. It's in the past. I'm wanting to do a Connect Four corporate gig. And... <laughs> yeah, you can't touch your Hungry Hungry Hippo gig this Saturday. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. That's, I want to host more board games. It was fun. Like You, you sort yeah. of think, like I thought it could be – I thought it was either going to be fun because it'd just be a good day or it'd be fun because it'd be weird and just And then you get no a great good. war story out of it. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was really enjoyable. I want to go on competition the... like you know, I didn't know what it was by the end, by the by the start, but by the end I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah. yeah, you had your favorites in the competition and Did you uh get a Jenga 
game to take home. Oh, we no. do the, the take home game. Yeah, <laughs> no stick pins, no yeah. board game, nothing. Wow. We didn't. Uh, it, it was a bit of a disappointment. The final itself was a bit of a washout because we had two. There were two amazing games in the in the in the heat. <laughs> now in the need, okay, now, now talk me through what an amazing game of Jenga is like. like really, really tall tower. Like getting to a point where you pr- pretty much can't. Make any other moves. And like people would only... be pulling out sticks right near the bottom. You go, this is no way going to yeah. happen. And they'd take a minute to pull it this out. This is and not... no way to run a country. What's <laughs> yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah. Everyone got really into it. And, uh, yeah, and, was... and tell me tell me about the finalist hands. Do they have like long, thin fingers or, you know, like chump, chubby sausage finger hands? Like, did the that finalist, matter? Did yeah, that matter the, about the, 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 the grand oh. finalist was pretty, she was pretty. Um, Tall and slender. Yeah, yeah. Pretty lanky kind of. She was a hipster. She was a hipster. hipster, A lanky hipster. Every woman wants to be described (laughs) that way. (laughs) But yeah, she was versus just a crazy guy. Crazy crazy, This crazy French dude who in classic French would sort of be a bit of an asshole and you'd go, Right, I don't like this guy. But then he but then he'd be charming. But then he'd be really funny for five minutes and you'd go, Oh, okay, no, that's an act. And then he'd come back and just be an asshole again. And you'd go, but he got to the final. And with rock, paper, scissors to see who makes the first move. He gets drawn to go first. Spends about a minute looking at it from every angle. And then I think he sang the French National Anthem, didn't he? I think <laughs> he did. Might, uh, maybe he's a Brisbane Lions fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then he's looked at it. He's, he's gotten all into it and where everyone's like hyped up. Because by this point it's been going for like four hours. <laughs> raises his leg and just punts the whole thing over. Just kicks it over. Because first prize... Uh, in the competition was two nights at the Crown Towers. Second prize was a slab of beer. He's travelling. He just wants the slab of beer. He literally picked up a slab of beer after he kicked it over and walked out the door. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is what that is the best yeah. Jenga forfeit story yeah. I have ever heard. <laughs> yeah. At least top five. Yeah. yeah. And and here's the other good thing about him. He was wearing sneakers and then a polo shirt tucked into his jeans. Yeah. It's just an amazing character. He looked like a 45-year-old wow. guy. He was about 20. But... <laughs> wow. But oh, that reminds me, actually, with the, the French mention. Um this is what's been going on this week. I've been by myself this week for half the week because my girlfriend is in publicity, right? Mm-hmm. She works for publicity and she sometimes has to go away. And so last week she's like, yeah, I've got to go away for a couple of days. I'm like, oh, cool. You haven't done that for a while. So that's, that's cool. Where are you going? Oh, you're going to Brisbane or whatever. Oh, you're traveling around. Yeah. So what are you doing? You're traveling with people or what? Oh, yeah. 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 Traveling with people. Okay. Well, what? Who with? Because she works at a, at a book publisher. Mm-hmm. Like what authors? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I just... This cookbook. I'm like, yeah, but what what cookbook? Oh, is it like a famous chef? Oh, yeah, I think he's famous. Who is it? Oh, do you know Manu from My Kitchen Walls? I'm like, oh, you just thought you'd leave that out? The uh, the hot Frenchman? Yeah. Um, the, the Old snake hips. Yeah, exactly, yeah. with a reputation of being a ladies' man. And, you know, the whole time, rest of the time, then I'm just imagining – him being, you know, French and being basically the 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 human version of Pepe Le Pew, <laughs> and, and and my girlfriend being the the human version of the the black cat that walks along that somehow gets a white stripe. Yeah, yeah but the yeah. black cat's not into Pepe Le Pew. This, how's your relationship going? Because Carl, just to give you a bit of backstory, mm-hmm. um, Carl will bring up things about his lovely girlfriend on the show. She started listening, and and she said to Carl. I don't like these mentions of me on the show, which of course has made Carl bring up even worse things about mm-hmm. her on the show. Okay. Has she caught up? Is she up to date? How she? Because you did drop a few, the, the marriage thing, the, uh, the, the 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 getting the grilling about not having proposed yet. Uh, has she caught up with that? How's, uh, you know, I'm interested to hear because we left that on a bit of a cliffhanger. Um, just to paint a picture here, Carl has just tied three of his <laughs> fingers into his headphone cord. Like he's cutting off the circulation in his fingertips. Well, it'd be fine if I was like the one that edits this show, but I'm not. So 
You're just going to put this on a loop over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. yeah. How she, long have you been together? Oh. I'm going to turn into your mum. It turns. I don't like this. It used to be all about making fun of Daslo. Now it's all Mate, about this. You've got to step it up. Manu's there right now. He's probably smelling great. He's probably looking oh. great. I don't think there's any probably about it, Tommy. He's I a skunk. He's... he's not smelling great. Well, that's the one thing. Yeah, maybe not. We've been together five years, I think. Well, you shouldn't say that quite so I'm not really sure. <laughs> no, it but you know like what? five years. It I might f- have been two. I feel better now because it's that thing of, you know, when you celebrate the anniversary, she forgot our anniversary last year. Oh. So I'm like, well, cool. I don't have to remember if you don't care about it. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I did that this year. I completely forgot our wedding anniversary and I was going because I was um, supposed to be going to New Zealand and my, su- my son got really sick and I was supposed to leave the day before our oh, anniversary. what's wrong with your <laughs> son? I think, it was the same, I think it was the same time. I think you need bag. to put that kid in a Bubble. (laughs) (laughs) And John Travolta will play him. Uh, So uh, I was supposed to leave the day before our anniversary. had to stay back a day because the the kid was so sick. And then it had completely gone out of my head that it was our wedding anniversary. And my husband was so excited. And he waited until I was just about to get out of the car at the airport. And he goes, happy anniversary. Awesome. Awesome. I was like, you win that round. Great Uh, get. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. I wish I had done that. But I forgot it as well. So just Cal at least has the excuse of a sick child. You have nothing. You any, have your any, own self-absorbed little life. Pets that probably were busy, off-color? probably no. busy looking at what other people were doing on Twitter was your excuse for not remembering the anniversary. Yeah. Well, what you could do, what you could do to get one up, and I do hope your lovely girlfriend's not listening, is that you invent an anniversary that you don't actually have. Oh yes. yeah. To be so, honest, I'll, I'll this say is this: the, this is the anniversary of the day that I first kissed you outside oh, the state library. Good guess. Don't or, you remember? That's good. Yeah. Or to get her back, you could fuck Manu. <laughs> hey, there you go. Beat her to the punch. I like that everyone that comes into always automatically starts going, uh, oh, you're lovely girlfriend or whatever, because I think people just get in here and, and get a whiff of what I'm on about and go, oh, you must be lovely to put up with this shit. But yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. But uh, no, seriously, has she, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, stir it up. I'm not trying to dredge up anything new. That's because just a welcome we did, side effect. There was, there was two episodes in a row where you looked very uncomfortable about the possibility of her hearing what we were talking about. And has it, has it come to pass? Has she listened? He's now strangling the microphone. <laughs> He's packing oh. up. He's, he's walking out the door. <laughs> I'm taking off items of clothing. Whoa, uh, she doesn't want I'm, to hear that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm obviously comedy's equivalent of money. With, with two sexy ladies in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rodney Dangerfielding. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the collar out to let air in. Um, um, no, I, th- I think she has missed a couple. I think ah, okay. she's just behind. But she's very aware of what's going on because she hears the feedback. She'll hear <laughs> the subjects being brought up. She, I did tell her that... Uh, uh, what we had Mick Malloy in and I got a grilling for, for what we did was we went out for dinner. I took my mum and dad out for dinner and, and, and my girlfriend came along. Whose name is Diane? Yes. Is right? yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I took my, my parents out to, to Rockpool, which is a very expensive restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, Rockpool. And I was debating on whether the right thing to do is she was, uh, my girlfriend's assuming that she gets paid for by me because I'm bringing my parents out for mm-hmm. dinner. And I was debating whether that's the right thing to oh, assume. <laughs> Do you live together? Yeah. Well, why the hell would would you not pay for your girlfriend but, if you're taking them all out to and dinner? This, and this is Cal, like, I will say this, Mick Malloy had the exact same reaction as you. <laughs> That's when you know you're in trouble, when Malloy's giving you a drubbing. So, do, so okay, talk me through this. In your relationship, do you do oh. you keep do you keep track of how much money, like, oh, I had to lend her a dollar fifty for no. a bottle Guys, of milk Guys, I'm just going to go and get a Fanta and let you sort this out. I'll be <laughs> back in about 20 so minutes. And, and when you go out for dinner, do you pay for yourselves? Or do you, like, one time you'll pay for her, one time she'll pay for you? I, it'll generally be we pay for for ourselves, and then sometimes I'll pay for everything. But she will never pay for everything. 
and I'll let, let's make this clear. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do a podcast. <laughs> And she has a job. So let's put that on the table. So you're saying that she's very motivated and works very hard. <laughs> and, and I don't pick my guests well enough. You, Is like, that, to, uh... you like to chat. <laughs> well, so, no. so, okay, so tell me the end of the story. Did you pay for her? I paid for about half. I, paid, I put all my money out that I had, so I think I paid for like <laughs> everyone plus half of hers. For everyone plus your girlfriend? Yeah. I just put out. She's I've, not in everyone. No, no, no. But there was four of us, and we're. <laughs> it's an expensive restaurant. I just put all my money out there, and it added up to be, I think, about thirty bucks. She had to pay about thirty bucks, but <laughs> but she got a hundred dollar meal or something. That was like a good so shopper docket. I took you out for a discount. It was like darling. a good yeah. shopper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a good uh... shopper docket. <laughs> but this... and how did your parents react to this? Well, they weren't. I, I, they were fine. I paid for them. They didn't see the the the. They didn't the, see the scrabbling for change. No, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't see me going through the. And so your and parents ones. does this um, stem back to your childhood? Like, does your dad pay for your mum's dinner? Or <laughs> I don't know. But I don't think that's. I don't think this is as big an issue as it should be. Carl, like, Carl, let me let me talk you through what's happening right now. I know what's happening. Speak. I know what's happening. It's an in intervention. a country, a country pub somewhere. Your girlfriend Diane, she's sitting in there with Manu. Looking over the menu, the bills come without hesitation. He's whipped the wallet out. He's chucked the credit card straight down. Not another word said about it. And she in her head is going, this is how life should be. Uh, or, this or is what it should be like. That Either that's happened or this scenario's happened. In a country pub somewhere, Manu's just gone in and cooked the meal. Oh, oh. even worse. Even worse. Oh. Well, you know what? Hasn't I've, even charged her for the ingredients. Uh, uh. That all came up on the Mick Malloy episode, and it, it, <laughs> it was funny because <laughs> then um, I think Will Anderson, friend of the show, yep. um, mentioned like mentioned something on Twitter about us, and you should listen to to these guys. And I, and I sent him a message. and said, "Oh, thanks very much for the for the mention." He said, "No, no worries at all. I think it's you know it's going great. That episode, Mick Malloy, was, was great." And I was like, "Oh, thanks, thanks again." And then he just sent a message back going, "By the way, don't be such a fucking tight ass." <laughs> Pay for your girlfriend's meal, for Christ's sake. Ah. Where, where, I love that. I love that because what it says, basically, you're taking your parents out for an expensive meal at Rockpool and your girlfriend, and you're basically going, we're having a special occasion <laughs> yeah. apart from you. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't make her sit on a separate table. Yeah, would you mind just... <laughs> but you know what I was unhappy with? I was ha- unhappy with the... Oh, what were you unhappy with? With the just assumption that I'm just the guy that pays for everything. That's that's what I'm a little does bit she, unhappy with. Does she assume with. What, what else do you pay for? Well, you obviously don't pay for stuff. You're still debating whether or not. No, but she has to pay no, for but herself. you know what? You know what? That, and I feel bad because we, uh, uh, I'll pay for anything that she can get away with. We'll go to the 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 till, and she'll just stand there, and I'll go. Oh, am I paying for all this again? Am oh, I? I see what you mean. I just think it's a little bit like, you know, uh, the difference between men and women. This is getting down to again, which is uh, which is always <laughs> it's a, like it's like cats and dogs. Yeah, and yep. I'm just and I can't help but get myself in trouble when mm-hmm. we start talking about <laughs> stuff like this. But it's just it just blows me away that in this day and age, with all the with all the the oh movements that have happened and everything, oh my god, I can, god. See, I can see you aging visibly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just said in this day and age yes. we can Please. put a man on the moon. I know, but my girlfriend can't pay for her dinner. <laughs> can't pay for a bloody t bone, hey? <laughs> God, no, but it's still assumed. I still get it. Uh, the assumed Maybe. thing is that I've, I'm supposed to pay for everything. <laughs> Maybe you've just got the one dud chick that still thinks that. Maybe the rest of the world is going. What? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But it's a, but it's that thing of. Do you know what's going to happen now? Is that your girlfriend's going to listen to this podcast and go? You let her get away with calling me a dud chick. <laughs>
and you did not defend my honour. You no. didn't say, no, she's gorgeous. Because well, you know what's happening yeah, on this book gorgeous. tour? Her friends are saying to her, you know, Cal Chandler's doing the podcast today with Cal Wilson. She's a fucking man-eater. You know, that hot Cal Wilson off the telly. She's going to be sinking her talons yeah. into your boyfriend. Yep. So, and in the other ear, she's got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, have we talked enough about this? I hope so. <laughs> I think we've talked enough. Hey, why don't we take a quick break? We'll be back with more Little Dum Dum Club with Cal Wilson right after this. So, today's sponsor of the Little Dum Dum Club, as we've mentioned, is Punchline DVDs at punchline.com.au. Uh, Carl, I've searched today's guest, Cal Wilson. And uh, she appears on the Melbourne International Comedy Festival Best of the Gala Collection that you can get on Punchline, uh, featuring footage from 2003, 4, 5 and 6. All the greats are on there. you got Damien Callan and Dave Callan, Freestyle, Love Supreme, the Kransky Scissors. What's Freestyle, the... Love Supreme? I don't is that know. one of the greats? Is that yeah, truly I don't one of the greats? I said the greats and then just started randomly <laughs> picking names off here. Uh, Todd Barry's on there. Oh, Todd Barry's good. Todd Barry's great. I had a really weird chat with him in the street outside uh, the Comedy Cellar in New York. You didn't need to say anything else after really weird chat because <laughs> I'd say that would be pretty universal with him. Hey. Uh, but, hey, last night we got some, uh, some sweet uh, sponsor... Uh, greased action. We yeah. got some DVDs. We got the brand newie from Greg Fleet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the brand newie from friend of the show Harley Breen. Yep. Got a what's that? What's the English comedian's name again? Stuart, Stuart Lee. Lee. You got Stuart Lee's DVD. Stuart Lee, the great Stuart Lee. If you ha- if you haven't seen Stuart Lee, if you if you like stand up comedy, uh, if you're a fan of it, if you're a connoisseur, if you're a bit too into it, yeah, definitely yeah. check out Stuart Lee because he is he's next level. He's really really great. Um, what else do they give us? They give us Nina Conti. Uh, if, you're, if you're a fan of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, you may have been familiar with her. She did uh, shows a couple of years in a row. Uh, she won the Barry one year. She's a, a, a sort of a stand-up ventriloquist, um, but not a shitty ventriloquist, like actually kind of half-decent ventriloquism, which is a big call coming from me because I generally cannot stand the form. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I actually quite like Nina Conti. Uh, we, got, we got given Anthony Salome, who uh, he's a Sydney guy, I believe. Um, they've also got just in the, you may also be interested in when I bring up the gala, you can get Arj Barker's DVDs on there, the Carl Barron twin pack. People love him. And uh, Cole Elliott. Uh, I can't <laughs> believe. of the show. Yeah, Cole Elliott's I Can't Believe I Said That. Which, uh, so get that and then you too can be saying, I can't believe he the, said if, that. And if, you, if you're a fan of being incredulous, yeah. get yourself some Cole Elliott. I've bought up the the. DVD cover here, and there's him doing a bit of uh, 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 Asian gear with big teeth, oh. and he's kind of squinting his eyes. There's some chopsticks involved, surely. There's, there's even there's even a bit of blackface going on on, on oh. the cover of the DVD. So I can feel guys having pause. They've gotten out of iTunes already. They've <laughs> they've gone straight to. Punchline.com already. So if you are a fan of blackface, head over to punchline.com.au, the sponsors of the Little Dum Dum Club. The last Check time out. they ever sponsor us as well. <laughs> Make the most of it. Uh, making way for next week, the Ku Klux Klan is going to be in here giving us their dollar. Um, but guys, uh, they have it, so many comedy DVDs. Like, I keep forgetting how much good stuff they have. Fleety and Harley and, and Stuart Lee are all awesome DVDs. And, and, yeah. and Zach Galifianakis has got his yeah. live DVD, which is all... one of the best DVDs I've seen. And they're telling us last night they're bringing out some stuff later in the year, which is very, very cool. So... Uh, We'll keep you updated with that. Uh, check it out, punchline.com.au. We are back from being absolutely nowhere uh, on the Little <laughs> Dum Dum Club with Cal Wilson. Uh, we are talking before we got sidetracked about uh, our, our dalliance uh, with the corporate dollar, uh, taking a bit of coin from the man. 
uh, hosting a Jenga tournament over the weekend. Cal, you, of course, as we mentioned, you're no stranger to uh, to the no, corporate. I've done it for years, and um, I did a lot of uh, corporate gigs as an improviser back in New Zealand for years. Like there was a, we had like a, a company that would go out and do improvised gigs. You learn you learn stuff about the company, and then you can make up a scene for them, and then just throw stuff. And you're yeah. like, what about that Gillian from Accounts? And they go, what? Hilarious! How did they know? Which way so, the which way the beer label faces, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, this is a man's side, a black currant and cherry flavour. <laughs> uh, so, so you did loads of those gigs, and sometimes they go really, really well, and people would love them. And other times they would just be diabolical. The two that I remember as being the worst ever gigs in the world. Yes. One was um, we were hired to do the Christmas function for some chicken factory workers, and uh, <laughs> we found out we found wow, out that's what the, after a, a year slaving away in the. Ripping apart chickens—that's what you want. A little bit of a little bit of fierce sports. I'm a dentist, and you're a fireman. Yeah. And go. If, if only, if only that had been that good. Um, so what? What happened was we found out afterwards we'd been hired specifically as a distraction to slow their drinking down. Oh, because oh, right. because they went. Oh, we've got to get some entertainment in because they just get too smashed and it's it, <laughs> it, it, it's really bad. And so we got there at five o'clock and they'd been drinking since four and they Good were Lord. wasted. They were wasted. They were angry because their Christmas dinner was chicken drumsticks. <laughs> so these are chicken factory workers who disembowel and section up these birds all year and what they've been given for their Christmas dinner is chicken drumsticks. Really? And also they've got to play for their girlfriend's chicken drumsticks. Oh, yeah. what a low act. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we get there, they're drunk, they're angry, our stage is a pallet in front of the bar and they've put it there deliberately so that a you can't... You, yeah. Yeah, a blockade. So, you, you, so people are just walking over the pallet to get to the barman because we're in their way. And... Um, <laughs> At no offence at all, but whenever I see improvisation stuff, I generally drink quicker. But <laughs> <laughs> if, when it's bad, it's awful. When, yeah. it's, when it's good, it's amazing. But yep. no one ever believes me. Uh, <laughs> but so we were doing this, doing this gig, and it was going really, really badly. And then at one point, we would. We, we had people up to move us. We're doing a puppet scene, so you do the words that audience member moves you. One of the guys goes, oh, come on, come on, I'll, uh, I'll uh, hit you if you don't stop talking like that, like trying to get the woman to move him just to do some sort of physical offer. And she goes, yeah, why don't you fucking hit him? He's an asshole. <laughs> like, and at that point we went, oh, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah. Like it was just, and then they just got really bored with us, and they just pelted us with chicken drumsticks oh, until oh, we left the room. We ran out into what the did, car park under a hail and of chicken know, fire. They'd know their way around a chicken drumstick well, as well. They're quite good with what knives a, as well. That's yeah. my other point. What a delicious heckle! Like, <laughs> I would how love you, that. How can you come back against chicken yeah. at high oh, velocity? Man. If anyone wants to come to our live shows at the comedy festival with a Big box of popcorn chicken from KFC and just start lobbing <laughs> yeah, nuggets. Popcorn at me. chickens, are yeah, right. Fine. You catch that in your mouth. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, when you said chicken factory, I'm I don't know why I'm picturing it like this, but I don't know if you watch Breaking Bad. I'm picturing it like as a as a bunker for some reason. I'm picturing it like uh. underground. Like it no was, windows, like really it was poorly pretty, ventilated. Making really, making illegal chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why I'm picturing it, was, it like that. It was pretty windowless. And right. when you got there and you got out of the car, you were just aware that it was a kind of like drifts of chicken feathers, like tumbleweed <laughs> in the car park. <laughs> like it was really, and that is not a lie. There's just like these little <laughs> wafts of chicken feathers around uh, the And place. a lot of people with beak marks in their yeah. arms and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and the other, the other worst... Um, corporate function I've ever done was again as an improviser and we we this, did this thing yeah, this is, 
I think you should quit improv. I don't, like I don't, I don't, I don't you do it anymore as a corporate. I do, I do. I MC <laughs> stuff now. I it's just like you that all this is scripted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, so, so now these days I just do stand up and MC and stuff like that. And I'm very good. Uh, but uh, we were doing this other function for a, a big company and we, we had to do a mingle, which was my f- least favourite thing where you, you go in as a character and you just talk to people as a character. Oh, yeah. And people either really hate it and want to glass you or they quite love it. And usually they quite love it. And so I was doing this mingle for a while and a guy had tipped a beer over me and was just being a real I was like, what what I didn't even I didn't even talk to you, just tipped a beer over me. And then we did our little set of improv and it went really badly. No one really liked it. And it was just there was just a really weird feeling in the room. And in the end I said to the, one of the guests, What the hell's wrong with everyone? Like just everyone's really weird and aggro and he goes, Oh, we, we got told we'd all been made redundant half an hour before you came in. <laughs> so it was their Christmas function. They'd been told before Christmas that they none of them had jobs and then they went, Here's some theatre sports. Oh, oh, and man. your Christmas bonuses is chicken drumsticks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Man, that is horrendous. Yeah, it was awful. I just felt it was like, oh god, oh. Yeah. And the other, the other worst one was when I was uh, dressed as Cleopatra, <sighs> doing a mingle at a law gig. Like going, really, this is the last time I'm doing this kind of thing. What's the What's the connection oh, I there? Can't, I can't even remember. I was dressed as Cleopatra, and I ran into my two flatmates. Uh, who'd never seen me do it before, and oh. they were quite high-powered lawyers. And I was like, oh, the shame. <laughs> I'll see you at home. <laughs> yeah, hideous. Wow. Oh. What was it? Was it so like an Egyptian theme kind I can't of thing? I don't even remember. God, I, I should hope so if you were dressed like Cleopatra. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was something somehow theme-connected. or I think it was about magazines and I should have just been Cleo. Just, I, can't <laughs> I can't remember. Just some weirdo in the office who's seen you on telly and that's yeah. a fantasy of his. Yeah, the themes are... The themes are slave princess Leia from yeah, yeah. Uh, Star Wars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> themes are sex with me. Um, where'd everyone go? Um, you were also on Dancing with the Stars. I, I was, looked up I was. Uh, uh, back to back uh, Dancing with the Stars um, yeah. um, guests last yeah, week. Yeah, and we danced with the same dude. Oh, oh, did really? Fiona yeah, Lachlan and you? Fiona, Fiona ah. had my leavings. Uh, he <laughs> he was the most adorable man, Craig. He was just the best dancer. He was really patient. He was like a real like because I had this idea of dancers as being like even sort of more neurotic than than actors and comedians and stuff. But he was like a sportsman. He treated it like a sport, and so he was a lot like my husband, who's a sports dude. And so it was a great. <laughs> Uh, it's just like it was a much more grounded sort of experience. But I had one of those moments because you know how they talk about, you know, you go on Dancing with the Stars and you get on with your partner and yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. all that sexual tension and stuff like that. Um, none of that with Craig. He's, he, his his partner was his dance partner and they'd danced together since they were kids. And they were, so they were a really strong unit and I was, you know, strong unit with my husband. So we had this like little quartet of, yay, we're going to do really well on Dancing with the Stars. We didn't, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, so there was like no sexual tension except this one day we started rehearsing the tango. And we're in the we're in the rehearsal room, and we go into the tango hold, and I suddenly go, I can feel something. <laughs> I can feel something firm in the waistal region, and I was like, and it's not a chicken drumstick, it's not a chicken drumstick. And I was like, what do I do? What do I do? So I kept dancing for a few minutes. I was like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I, oh my god, oh my god. And then I looked down, and it was the knot of his jumper. Oh, so I had this two what minutes a sweet of like story. two minutes of like, oh my god, oh my god, I've turned my partner. Oh, <laughs> his jersey likes me. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was on the same year as you? Ah, uh, Jody. Oh, why can't I remember her name? Jody Gordon. Jody Gordon, Danny Green was on. Who was that? Danny Green, Paul Danny Green. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Who else? I can't remember. Red Simons. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, Luke Jacobs, who won it. That's right, he did win it. Jacobs with a Z. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, that was obvious. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, and and the, the best part about it was um, wearing the shiny costumes. 
So oh, like really? Getting to dress up as a little trainee Any drag bad queen. people? Who, was the, who are the worst people? What do you mean? Worst well, like worst dancers. No, worst people. It wasn't really any worse people. Was there any like backstage, you know, um, you were mentioning before, you know, like uh, people getting Sexual off with each tension. other? Yeah, yeah. No, I missed, I missed all of that. I'd oh. heard stories, which I'm totally not going to tell you. Because oh. yeah. <laughs> I, I worked at Channel 7 uh, one year while that was on and we'd come into the office on Monday morning and we'd just hear all this gossip yeah, yeah. about which Home and Away cast member was yeah, I didn't supposedly see, I didn't allegedly see boning their dancer I think- and then watching it made it more yeah, fun because yeah. I had to watch the, the show as part of my job. The Maybe weird, they were just telling us that to get us through it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, weird, the weird thing is that like, you start off and they put you in fishnets and some tiny <laughs> glittery thing and you go, oh, I have never felt so naked. I feel so naked. <laughs> it's Cleopatra week. Ah! <laughs> Can I have a room in the house? Uh, so, so you feel incredibly naked and vulnerable and then by about three days in, you just wander around in your fishnets and your bra and your knickers and you're like, oh, I am completely fully dry. This is like a trench coat. Yeah. I'm completely... Clothed, and then but then the bad thing is like being a little short, sort of average sized woman, walking around amongst gazelles and giraffe like dancers who've been dancing for years and have the most perfect bodies. You do kind of go, I don't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> dancing? Were you any good at dancing before you went in there? No, I, the, my problem is I like to lead, which is fine in stand up, but when you're a woman dancing, the yeah. men don't like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Have you been? Because we've got quite a few people in lately that have been approached to be in the the, the newer, more dodgier celebrity sort of shows, mm. like Celebrity What Apprentice and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Any more? Any more coming your way? No, no. Dancing with Stars. It was kind of like I've always watched the show and loved it, and I've always gone. I'd actually quite like to do that, and I really enjoyed it. And it was great for going completely outside your comfort zone because I'm not like the even now. If I hear the music that they play at the start of the show, I go. Oh! Because <laughs> it means I'm about to have to dance in a minute, you know. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I was quite shit at it, so it was a real oh. challenge. I don't like to be not very good at things, and so it was a real challenge to actually go. I'm just going to do it and be a bit shit at it. Well, that's good that you actually enjoyed it before, because we were talking with uh, Pete Heller a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, and he was saying that uh, you get asked to do those things, and the comic party you thinks, yeah, I'll do that because it'll be great for material. Yeah. But the thing that you forget is that at a certain point, you are going to have to commit and actually play yeah, totally. whatever game it is, and then. That all is gonna that that wall that you've got of like I'm just doing this for gags is yeah. just gonna fall down because yeah. you're gonna be crying because you can't learn the bloody yeah. two step or whatever. I mean, it you is. look at <laughs> Julia Morris on Celebrity Apprentice, brilliant. Right, she played that show so beautifully, like yeah. it was so great for her, and it was so, and she was hilarious on it and everything. Like if you if you've got a handle on what sort of show it is, then it's gonna work really well for you. But if you go on with like oh, I'm just gonna take the piss out of it, at yeah. some point they will break you down and you will make a dick of yourself. Yeah. That must be so hard to escape the editing process, though, because you, they can do what they want with you. Yeah, of you. course, and it makes great television, all and you have that's to do why is, you watch it. All you have to do is frown once in four weeks, and they'll <laughs> capture that and then go, check out Frowny, hey, and then the whole nation hates you. Yeah, and I think the thing is, it's like when people go on stuff like Big Brother or um, any any show like that, just like punters go on it, you don't realise you don't realise what they can do. You don't realise yeah. about editing and you don't realise how confronting it is to be followed around by a camera. And you just have no idea what you're letting yourself in for. It's like I, my favourite show to watch, and I'm sure you don't watch this, Four Weddings. Oh, I I've seen no. you. love that show. Yeah. So, so what it is, it's four women um, from either, they've, they've got a UK version, a US version, and an Aussie version. So they just go on, uh, they go to three other brides' weddings and then they rate the wedding on on how how much they like the dress, the food, the venue. 
And the thing is that they go on and they talk about, they get interviewed and they go, oh, I really hated Shondell's dress. She looked like a tramp. <laughs> and then what I want to see, though, is the show where you see them all sitting watching the show together. Because yeah. because the, that Shondell's going to go, you said what about my dress? Like, they, you don't have any idea of the consequences of what you're doing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. About- I feel like you tweet about four weddings as much as the rest of Australia tweets about Q&A. You're very oh. into it. Quanda. Quanda, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've never, I've never watched Quanda. Yeah, me, me either. either. Let's, please, yeah. let's not get into it. Yeah, let's not talk no. about it again. But you yeah, know a new, a new one that I saw the other day, uh, Snog, Marry, Avoid. Did you happen to catch that? No. It's on uh, Channel uh, it's, on, it's on 11, I believe, on a Friday Ooh. night. Oh, yeah, Channel yeah, 7, right. 11 so far we've got. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they get, um, it's, it's British, and they get those real kind of scraggy girls, like way too much makeup, hair extensions. There's this one girl that literally her before she was going out, she's gotten a friend to just wrap her tits in like black gaffer tape and that was it. No top. Just straight out into the club like that. And that wasn't like for exfoliation purposes or anything like that. (laughs) No, that was her outfit. (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, and then they do like a make under and they get rid of that there's a they have to take the tape off her boobs. Yeah, they (laughs) Yeah. They have to take all their hair extensions out and then they make them look yep. normal and, and it's but, but it's awesome. Like it's awesome to watch them just it's it's one of those things it, you know what, it's like a really small scale Ledette to Lady. It's Ledette to Lady yeah, without yeah, the budget yeah. where they don't they, we, we don't have the time to to really coach you how to be you know normal and not a scrag. We'll just we'll just, just chuck a nice yeah. dress on you and, and be done with it in six seconds. Yeah, and tomorrow night you'll be out vomiting into a bin. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well yeah. I I got a new I know I've spoken about this before, I got a new fascination with uh I'm not much of a TV watcher, but now I am. I'm doing a lot of office work at home. And I just have the TV on, on the background. Mm-hmm. You've got Channel 11 on and Channel 7 Mate yeah. and all the stuff that's just got old sitcoms. old. T- so mm-hmm. I just have them on all the time now. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of The Love Boat. I'm a big uh... fan of The A-Team. Big <laughs> fan of Cheers now. Yep. But the I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I'm a big fan of The Bachelor because it's so insane. And I, I'm sure I'm not pointing out anything that hasn't been pointed out before, but I just cannot believe the way that show is set up where there's like 20 girls who all they're talking and thinking about is getting this guy. And this guy's just going, yeah, I'll have a bit from you now, and now I'll have a bit from you. And they're just all – and the other girls know that he's, like, sleeping with these other girls or kissing them or whatever it is, and they're like, oh, yeah, but I hope he does it to me as well. And I was like, why are they – I think the only way you could deal with that show, if I had to be on it for any reason, uh, would be to make sure (laughs) I had a cold sore when I went in so that snog the guy, and then he gives everyone else a cold sore. (laughs) You could, it's, and then you could see who he's been passing. Bring you go, it down oh, from yeah. within, yeah. And Thea's got a. What what I can't help myself from doing now is that I watch it every every time I can, and then whatever see they have all different seasons on all the time. Whenever I start watching an episode, I get sucked into it, and then I can't help but give myself spoilers by getting straight onto Wikipedia. And going, <laughs> I know I need to know how this ends. I need to know who gets married here, and you oh, go through all funny. of it. It's been going for like twelve seasons. It's never gone anywhere near. Getting someone in a relationship. Like, wasn't there, no, wait a minute, wasn't there Trista? Didn't Trista, wasn't that The Bachelor a million years ago? There was a, a woman who was a fireman or something. There was a, one of the really early seasons of The Bachelor. There was, there's never been a, because they get married or whatever. There's a yeah. proposal at the end, but there's well, never been a marriage. She might have been a bachelorette. Might have been a bachelorette. Right. She, I actually think she got kicked out of one. I know too much about this too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got kicked out of The Bachelor. Uh, oh, and then got a spin-off. And then got a spin-off Batgirl and she married style. a dude. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Although, oh, wouldn't that be more interesting if you had The Bachelorette and it was still 20 women competing for a woman's affections? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, a, 
That's like the uh, the shot of love kind of shows with the, the with, icky twins. But, but with that girl and all the, the 20 other girls, who's going to pay for dinner, hey? You know? <laughs> oh, they're just going to be sitting around. Hey? That's three episodes <laughs> in a row right there. That's a, that's a challenge one week. Um... Speaking of TV, we, uh, I, I did this with uh, my girlfriend the other night. We watched uh, the, the very end of Friday Night Lights, oh, yeah. which I don't know if we've talked about on the show before. I don't think we have. You watched we're... it, Cal? No, it's on my list of things oh. I have to watch. It's such a great show. We're massive fans. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I had already watched the final episode and then uh, my girlfriend hadn't seen the last season, so I was watching it again with her. And, you know, we, we, we've talked about the final episode. It's a, it's a great final episode yep. of a series. It's, it's just... You know, it's very emotional. It's a thing where some characters have left and then they come back for the final one. And it's just, oh, no, you know, you don't need to watch the series. It's really no, the end no, of it's her. great. It's, yeah. I think it's my favourite show of all time. Yeah, it's great. It's, you know, and, and after five seasons, you're watching this and you really feel like it's the end of a journey and you you feel invested. Yep. And I remember you, Carl, telling me after you watched it, you'd watched it particularly late at night. Yeah. And then you got a bit emotional and ended up sitting up until 3 a.m. on Twitter, yeah. finding all the actors and going, <laughs> I just watched the last episode. I love you so much. Yeah. And so I said that to my girlfriend before we went in. I went, and I, you know what? I, I got a bit, I nearly got a bit teary the first time I watched it. Yeah. I reckon you'll cry. And so we watch it. She gets to the end, and I'm looking at her, thinking there'll be waterworks, and there's just nothing. And she just turns to me and goes, "Carl is soft." Well, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. if we ever go on a double date, I know I'll be paying for my dinner. <laughs> Not my girlfriend's and not your girlfriend. Why that's that story hasn't changed that at all. <laughs> that wouldn't have been any different. That, that reminds me. I saw in the video shop the other day. Have you ever seen Marley and Me? <laughs> video shop. Yeah, no. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I have seen it. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen it, Cal? I may have read some of it in a bookshop. I think I might have just gone to the last couple Is of chapters and gone, "Oh yeah, of course." There's always yeah. a book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um... My girlfriend is a massive one. She actually says this. She doesn't like to see movies that have got any other emotion except for happiness in them. Like, oh, okay. She doesn't want to watch thrillers Escapism. or mystery or anything. It's all, you know, Reese, uh, Reese so Witherspoon has to be on the cover. It has to be yep. a white cover. There has to be something about maybe bridesmaids in it. Yeah, um, or there's got to be like a cooking show, something like that. Maybe she enjoys a cooking show with like a French host, uh, maybe something like that. Some characters in there that have got a bit of money that like to splash out on people's meals, maybe. Um, so she doesn't like to see sad movies. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're saying. Nothing at all. All happy. All happy. Because she's like, oh, there's got to be enough. a dress or a dog involved. Yes. A dog I... wearing a dress, bo- bullseye. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like to watch movies with an animal in them because I know the animal will die. Yes. The animal yeah. always dies. It's like yeah. we, um, my husband doesn't like horror movies, so we don't watch horror movies. And they're not good for me because I have very don't vivid watch, dreams. Don't watch Cujo. <laughs> oh, no, I've seen that, and I've read the book. All oh, right, um, it was a book. Um, the I Am Legend. Oh yeah, yeah Will yeah. Smith. We didn't realise that what that was about, and so when it started to be all kind of zombifying thing, but we were a bit tense about that. But when he, when the dog, when he had a dog, I was like, oh, the dog, the dog is screwed. The uh, dog. That any time there's something that you invest in, yeah, you go yeah, that that's dog. A trick. Yeah, yeah, it's going to end up in a pie. The minute that volleyball showed up in Castaway, <laughs> it's like, he's going to get it. He's going to – that is actually genuinely the one time I've cried in a movie, that bit in Castaway where he loses the volleyball. Oh. It's just so intense. I mean, I've cried heaps of times in movies. I cried everything. Really? I cried at ads. Yeah, I cried really? at ads. I cried I, in Ratatouille because I was enjoying it so much. <laughs> I cried – um, at my husband's description of an episode of Medium, oh, what? didn't even didn't even see the episode. He was telling me about it. I had a wee cry. I cry what? in a lot of movies because my girlfriend makes me buy the popcorn. So. <laughs> a dollar, a dollar fifty, a dollar sixty. No, I I I cried at Marley and Me. And it was that thing where I'm sitting there side by side with my girlfriend, 
and I'm like, by the end of it, I'm bawling, but silently. Yeah. And I just give a quick little look over to my girlfriend, who is just... Stone-faced. Yeah, stone-faced. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, what are we going to watch next? And I'm like, I might go to sleep. And just <laughs> turned over and hit as soon as I could. And you're, you're messaging Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights going, have you seen yeah, Marley yeah. and Me? It was so really sad. <laughs> um, so the dog dies at the end of Marley and Me? Oh, uh, Spoiler alert. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I have seen it, but I watched it because it is really the end. They just... They just crank the cheeseometer up yeah. as far as it'll go. But they just go. You can't help it. They've done it too well. Yeah. They do too good of a job. Hell for leather with making you cry. They telegraph and... it, but they still, it's like Babe Ruth pointing yeah. to outside the stadium. You go, <laughs> you know where it's going, but he's still going to hit it out there. So. Well, I watched it. I, I, I feel like I would have cried had I watched it in any other circumstances, but I watched it with friends of the show, Brenna Glazebrook and Talia Kane, with. Friend of the show, Bart Freeman. Are they friends of the show or are they friends of you? They're friends of you as well. Oh, okay. Can, Jeez, you, I hope can, you, can you shorten that to Fots? Friends Fots, of the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fots. With Fotses. Fotsy. Anyway, my friends Brenna and Talia and friend of the show, Bart Freeburn, yep. right? So we get near the end. The girls are, they're, they're gone. They're already crying. Yep. I'm feeling the beginnings of it and thinking this is, how's Bart, Bart's not going to cry. So this is going to be weird. And then it's, you know, the bit where he's in the vet at the vet. Bart's going to be comforting the girls. Yeah, like, yeah, if I know yeah. Bart, Bart yeah. will have both hands around them. And then them. Bart just turns around and goes, you know, it'd be awesome if this movie now ended with Marley strapped to the back of a bald eagle just flying through the Grand Canyon just to make it <laughs> even more of the American dream. And then starts acting it out. And then Brenna and Talia are doing that kind of half laugh half cry kind of thing. We're like, <laughs> and Bart's just like lying on the floor, just pretending to be an eagle with a dog strapped to his back <laughs> with a flying through the Grand Canyon. <laughs> do you, and do you reckon that was to stop himself crying? Do you Maybe, yeah, defence mechanism. Making a joke. Yeah, it was like being on a reality show. It yeah. was to stop himself from participating too much. Yeah. But now that's the weird thing. His imagery of it was so good that literally before when you said Marley and me, that's what I picture. <laughs> I picture a Labrador on the back of an eagle. Wow. Uh, a, a, eagle. Eagle. <laughs> Flying that's, like a, that's like a seagull, but yeah. you get it through the it's email. Like a, it's like Pokemon. It's like the seagull <laughs> yeah. evolves into the eagle. 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 Okay. Um, well, why I bring it up is because I went to the video shop when I went to the to the video easy. Well, they're still called video easy. I, I do love that. I do love that. And I hope that never – I hope video easy never changes its name to DVD easy I hope video DVD busters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope video busters. Video, video never, busters, exactly. Never, where they've just all got that weird little African knickknacks section in the corner oh, of the shop. That they is the weirdest like shop. Bootleg M M&M and M t shirts and stuff. In Smith Street, there's a shop called. Oh, there's a chain of stores all around called Video Busters, which I find amazing because it's like, why? A, there's no videos in there anymore, and why are you <laughs> well, trying to busted. bust them? Yeah. <laughs> why are you trying to bust your merchandise? Yeah, we got we got busted, and they took all our videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what would have been amazing if all the video shops had jumped way too early on laser discs, so they'd all yeah. like change their name, uh, laser disc easy, and then it yeah. lasts a year, and they're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. We'll just oh. wait this out a few so, years. So in Smith Street, there's um, it's half video shop, half just um, smocks for sale, and like. <laughs> But it's not even the Smith Street one. There's a cha- every single one of them has that. No, there isn't. There is. I think there's a video shop in Barclay Street in Footscray that sells a lot of really gorgeous, shiny Indian stuff. Right. I think that'd be the same deal. That's probably yeah. it. There's That's one in it. like um, um, Elstonwick, I think. I have definitely been to another one not on Smith Street that has that same deal. Just this corner of shit. There's not- one in Airport oh, West that's... that I used to go out there, and it was like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why to hang out? No, no, no. I had a girlfriend that, that lived out there. <laughs> oh, right. One, and did she pay for her own meals? Oh, she... she. She paid for her own flight. Anyway, she did. Uh, she worked for the Air Force. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, a they pilot? had a pilot. No, no. Oh. 
She actually, she was, um, you know, she did, she would never really tell me what she did because she wasn't allowed to, um, I think probably she was rooting, spending, probably spending time with Manu, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she, I think she was like a, a code blocker or whatever, you know, where, you know, air force espionage and stuff wow. like that. But, uh, or a cock blocker. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's good to, to bring up, um. Relationships that ended really badly, but anyway, <laughs> what else have we got? Um, <laughs> Diane will be making notes going, didn't know about that one. Yeah. <laughs> they had a video busters out there and it was literally like this big shop and it just looked like the saddest video shop. I reckon they had about yeah. 15 videos in the whole shop and it's like one whole trestle thing would have like two videos on it. Like, oh. oh, sad. They needed more clothes. I just still hope even when new ones open up that they still put video in the title. Yeah. I yeah. never want to see you know, Jim's DVD or whatever. I yeah. want it to be exclusively. Video is just such a nice word. Yeah, yeah. And you are still watching. You're watching video. You're watching a filmed, it's a video oh, yeah. of stuff. It's visual. You know what I mean? Like technically. Well, why I bring it all up is because I saw in the video shop the other day, um, they've made a prequel to Marley and Me. I saw that, that too. Yeah. Marley, Marley the early years. <laughs> Marley and you. So in case you ever watched it and went, oh, yeah, but I wonder what he got up to when I he was a he kid. Was, wonder but if he was I, ever a puppy. Yeah. But so you not, could watch that and know that, that he's he not going to die. die. You yeah. could have a friend that dies. Uh, Ooh, I didn't think He could that, be the huh? only surviving puppy from a litter of 12. Oh, there could yeah. be 11 terrible Maybe puppies. Maybe he's like the Damien of puppies and he just like kills oh, people. Oh, you're mm. making me start to tear up now. Uh, <laughs> what about, like, but isn't, like in the film Marley and Me, isn't he like a puppy when they get him? Don't yeah. they get him like, yeah. so what, this film this is, is just a, like a lot the, of dog the day sex. that he's just in the litter before they, the, the, the 30 days before the, they get him. The adventures that weren't good enough to get into the highlights package in Marley and Me. There's a lot of bottom sniffing and two dogs getting it on. Yeah. Ah, right. So it's a basically a porn movie. Yes. It? Really? it could be like an Emma and R one and Marley and Me was PG. So you just had, this is Marley up late. Yeah, right. <laughs> Marley <Okay>. uncut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, speaking of dogs, um, I've moved house uh, about a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. as we've discussed In on with the your show. girlfriend. What a horrible segue. That's, she's not a dog. Why are you? Don't try and don't try and <laughs> talk my relationship like you're trying to talk yours, okay? Um, I pay for everything for her, man. Um, <laughs> I bet you don't. <laughs> Uh, we live near Edinburgh Gardens now, mm-hmm. which I didn't realise this until I lived there, but it is the best park for dog spotting. It oh, is just really? so good. Every time I go to a gig, I deliberately leave the house half an hour early to just stand in the park because you get all sorts. It's great. I love dogs. Man, it is so much fun. And But I feel like, because we're looking after my girlfriend's dog at the moment, so Wait I kind of have to take him. Otherwise, it's like... You can't just be a dude on your own in the park going up to other people's yeah. dogs and going, what's your name? People are like, so wh- well, where's your yours? Dog. Do you have a yeah. horse in this race or are you just yeah. some weirdo touching random people's dogs? Yeah. No, I'm just live down the street. Hey, just come here to hang out. Why buy a cow if you can get the milk for free, as they say, you know, just go down and get all <laughs> milk, the padding milk done. someone's dog. Yeah, you don't have to clean it up. You don't have to feed it. You just get all the padding. Yeah. That'd be I'm, sweet. I'm a bit harsh though because I'm judge. I think I've talked about this on the show before. I'm judgmental of dogs. Like, you know, sometimes you see people with a shit dog. And you go, how can you love that? Like, well, you know, those really shitty, shitty breeds, just a dodgy looking breed that's all ratty and yuck. You know, those yuck dogs that just look no good. <laughs> they're ugly. They're not cute. They're just, yeah, they're just walking there's around. So little like, dogs. You don't like little dogs. I like little dogs, but I like a but certain breed. Dogs. You know, hmm. the kind of, sometimes you see a dog and you think it's just not for you. How could anyone love that? I get sad when I see old dogs. Yeah. Like yeah. when you see a dog that's got grey in its muzzle. With, yeah, yeah, exactly. I that's go, what I was going to oh, say. Oh, yeah. there's sorrow ahead. Oh, man. There and was he's starting the, to walk a bit slow yeah. and you can See the My owner, head. you know, usually. Especially if it's an old person with an old dog, yeah. You know which one's going to go. It's a rat. 
dog. Yeah, but what about when you see an old person with a new dog? You go, what's the point? What'd you do that for? No, that's, that's lovely because you go, there's been sorrow and now there is happiness. No, and but I, hope, think, yeah. well, I think what if that They're bloke optimistic. falls over, breaks a hip and can't move and the young dog's sitting there with his best years ahead of him and he can't <laughs> eat or anything? He'll probably eat the person. There are stories though. This, these are my favourite stories, like animal rescue stories. And there was a case a few years ago where it wasn't a dog but a cat dialed for help. Oh, there was yes. A guy, that never a, happened. No, no. It, did totally, it was totally in the paper. It, no, it didn't happen. Guy in a wheelchair in the States and he had a like companion cat and he tried to teach it to dial one 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 on the on the phone, and Why he one, one, a, one. because that's their emergency. Oh right! Because okay. if they'd gone oh oh oh, the Aussies wouldn't have been able right, to help okay, them. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> or is it nine 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 over there? I don't know. I don't know. Nine anyway, one one. Nine, not yet. Nine so one one. Yeah. Taught, taught him to dial the emergency thing. The cat was always like, yeah, not really interested, whatever. But then he had a fall, and the cat managed to dial for help. Wow. The only known case of a cat rescuing something. That it never happened. That totally happened. That's You know what that is? That's like the, the canine version. Oh, no, not canine. That's the feline version feline. of like letters to penthouse. When they put in <laughs> these fantasies uh, yeah, and yeah. whatever. No, I never but, believed it until it happened yeah, to me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, what if yeah. you'd like at a certain point, like in the 90s in Australia, if you've been trying to do train your cat to do that and then you collapsed and the cat just dialed 131166 to get the TV <laughs> on with Pizza Hut all the time? That must have happened, surely. There must have been instances of that happening. Yeah. Totally. This there was like a photograph that, of the paper and everything of the cat, you know, owner in the background, cat right up close to the camera. It was totally real. That could have ha- that could have helped because if someone had a fallen uh, fallen over with a diabetic attack and all of a sudden the Pizza Hut delivery guy turns up with like yeah. a couple of drumsticks, you bang, <laughs> you're back in the game. Yeah, Dougie's done his uh, uh, ambulance course, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> when you say drumsticks, did you mean chicken drumsticks? Or no, 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 no. Ice cream, yeah. Oh, all right. I'm going to bring this up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about this? And then, oh, man. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm, I've, you know that thing where you start to say something you and then you're quickly wrapping your head up in your head, no, I'm going to come out negative out of this. You started out so positive yeah, yeah. with that and yeah. then just went down immediately. It's just another tight-ass story. Um, well, tell us. Because you know there's that saying if you, that every friend, every group of friends has a tight-ass and if you don't know who it is, it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm always aware of that. I always try and make sure you, know, you, you get your, your shout-out because I'm like, I'd... I'd rather pay whatever you got to pay to not be that guy. <laughs> anyway. So what was the story about you Stories. being tied us? Yeah, no, that's yet to be confirmed. Um, we went to a a, a, a a party thing and everyone chipped in for uh, at the, the house for um, uh, Pizza Hut and garlic bread mm. and whatever. They, they rang up for a deal and they got a deal and it was pizza, it was garlic bread. Uh, and they go, oh, and they're chucking in Cornettos. I'm like, awesome, nice one. So we went around there, we got the pizza, we got the garlic bread waiting around. Was the... Anyway, it's the end of the party. So everyone, we got to go now. Where's the Cornettos? I kept the Cornettos. Kept the Cornettos. Oh. What do you think about that? No, I think you're... Did I you, think... Are you the person that kept the Cornettos? No. <laughs> no. I'm saving them for my girlfriend's birthday. <laughs> Did you then rack stuff out of their pantry to make up for not getting your Cornettos? No, I didn't think about it until I left yeah. and then went... No, that's oh. that's fair enough. Is yeah. it? Is no, 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 I think you're fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. hard done by. Oh, I, nice. I had a, a, a guy come over um, to a party at our house when it was like my first student flat kind of thing and he brought with him a packet of chocolate biscuits and like three were eaten so he took the rest home oh. and he like it's not not even to the like can I have my chocolate biscuits like actually asked for them and then took them home I was like I've never encountered that level of tight arsery I, I love I had a guy I had a guy when we were uh, when I was living in student housing where we um, we went out and bought a couple of slabs or whatever and then that guy had put we'd all put in equal amounts or whatever but then we'd left like a bunch of the change on the table and uh, he was he then went up and like picked up each one of the coins and was like just pretending to play with them. 
and going, yeah, just just chucking the coins in a box. And then slowly we noticed that the coins were just going down and going down and he just <laughs> took all of them. And we started, we saw it and we didn't know this guy that well. And so there's like four or five of us just being very aware of it and just speaking in really horrific code to each other, just going, yeah, the old, uh, why don't we just chuck whatever we can find in our pockets? What do you reckon about that? Uh, why don't we, the old coinsy trick. Geez, uh, how's the magician going over here, you know? And this guy is just pretending he doesn't realise what's happening. And then what he did was he goes, <laughs> we're just flat out going, Coinsy, how's your mate Coinsy going? So you, then, you told me this story before and the detail that I like. You said that you were being so blatant about it at one point you were doing drawings of him. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Diagrams of what he was doing in front of him. So then what he did was he got up and just, this is like midnight, right? Yeah. He got up. And went, oh, I'm just going to go for a walk down the street. I went, oh, well, that story checks out. Why wouldn't you walk down the street at midnight in Ballarat? So he walked. He said, anyway, see you guys. And he walked out, left the door ajar. And we just go, what was all that about? How's your mate pinching all the money and then going for a walk at midnight? And then another guy goes, hey, and points at the door. And we realize he hadn't gone for a walk at all. He was peeking through the hinges of the door at us. To see what you'd say about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> what a fruit bag. Yes. And then did he come back in? Surprise. Yeah, I think he, like, he literally came back in like five minutes later going, oh, that was refreshing. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> your, your eye got refreshed with the air going through the hinge and whatever. How bizarre. I know, that was weird. Oh, man. Yeah. I have a friend that... Suddenly, uh, I'm not looking so bad after all, <laughs> hey? No, you're still looking horrendous. Oh, Let's damn. make no mistake. I have mistake. a f- friend that's really tight, and w- if we all go out as a group uh, together for dinner, she will always go to the loo just at the end of the meal and oh, pay yeah. for her share up at the counter so that when it comes time to go, oh, we'll split the bill, she goes, oh, yeah, I've already done mine. Yeah. yeah. Every single time. You might like to try that with your girlfriend. No. <laughs> no. Hey, guys, we're just about out of time, but uh, I want to bring up a little bit of mailbag just before oh. we get out of here. Uh, we've got an email here. From uh, a listener who I think he's been in touch a few times before, Christopher Peterson. Um, hey guys, my wife. Where's he from? Uh, he, I believe, he's from America. Oh, yeah, the Americas. Um, hey guys, my wife is in Melbourne right now. So, in the style of Carl's girlfriend, what should I ask her to bring me back? And not in the style of Carl's girlfriend. I do think that it should be something that I cannot get in America. Also, <laughs> yeah. it must fit in a suitcase or backpack. Uh, suggestions. Oh, that, oh, that guy that busks on Swanston Street with the um, the electronic noises and he's dressed in Did you not hear foil. the bit about fitting into a suitcase or backpack? <laughs> <laughs> he's not a big dude. I suppose so, yeah. What, you mean the sonic manipulator? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. guy. Yeah, 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 okay. Um... What, from What's, Melbourne? A tram, a miniature tram, a T-shirt with I Heart Melbourne on it. Uh, Can't get that yuck. in the States unless you're in Florida. There's a Melbourne. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, What's, What's a good, good really Melbourne, Melbourne thing? Melbourne. Get a kebab from the Swanston Walk Cafe. <laughs> yeah. Smuggle that yeah, in. Yeah, get a potato cake from the Golden Towers. Yep. Um, or, or dim sum from the South Melbourne Market. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah food. Pirated food. DVDs from Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my local specialty. Go down uh, to Video Busters and get yourself a tribal necklace. Yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> That's actually, that's what she should do. She should get him something from Video Busters. I'm going to say that. No. Why not? stupid. A, an ex-rental video. Yeah, an ex-rental. Ex-rental yeah. Crocodile and 3 me. in Los Angeles. Yes, there you go. Perfect. Uh, no, what's something good Melbourne? What's a Melbourne thing? I what's the address know. of the chicken factory? Maybe she can get him no, a, that was a fossilised drumstick. Oh. Right. <laughs> unfortunately. There's oh. a really great shop on Clarendon Street uh, called That's Melbourne or something like that, and it sells like 
cool Melbourne stuff. Yeah, right. Okay. But that's like not a funny answer. That's just shopping information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This has turned into a different kind of yeah. show altogether. Yeah. <laughs> I've always thought that'd be kind of a funny thing to do, like in your own city, like wear all the tourist merchandise from your own city. Like if I was always getting around in that, a t-shirt with a tram with Melbourne on it. That's what yeah. I always that wanted be... to. That's what I always wanted to do with our indoor soccer side. I wanted to get our uniform from the tourist shops <laughs> in Swanson Street. Yeah. So we've just got these bright green <laughs> shirts saying "I love Australia" running yeah. around in them, nothing, looking like exchange students or something. There's nothing better than being in Edinburgh and watching the tourists wearing the um, the Scottish hats with the built-in orange hair. Oh yeah. Oh. Like, there's nothing that makes Awful. you look like a bigger tool. Yeah. But if you're actually a Scottish person doing that, quite funny. Yeah, yeah that's horrendous. Yeah. I don't know if we've, we've come to the we've got really... to the bottom of anything. No. I still what? think it's can it be busters because it's got a VB. unique. Where else you know yeah. you don't get that what in America? Some, what about you know some... what? This, that's what I always do. I always get lollies like uh, yeah, uh, blackcurrant uh, cider, local uh, lollies. Yep, yep, get some uh, get Jenga? some of that. Yeah, good giant Jenga. <laughs> Jenga yeah. No local lollies because that's what I always liked about going to America. Yeah. And what, you'd bring back lollies because people like yeah. lollies and they've got the different wrappers. You yeah. go wow. Was the Castle Maine that that. That's the main rock. Yeah, that. Get some of that. Smarties. Daryl yep. Lee action. Daryl Lee, yeah. Oh, Smarties, Bilby. the poor Australian man's M&M. Yeah. I could not believe that there was such a thing as a chocolate bilby. When yeah, I got here, yeah, I thought right. it was like a Get legend. That. Yeah, Get okay. That. Chocolate bilby. Chocolate bilby, there you yeah. go. Is there anything else? Violet crumble? Is that? Is that? American man won't know what a bilby is. He'll go, oh, that sounds a little bit like yeah, we're back at the sex learn. shop. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Good. Where you hear our theme song. Yeah. 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 Chocolate bilby. <laughs> chocolate bilby as well. That sounds especially <laughs> That's weird. a softer option. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. That's some good suggestions yeah, in there. I think that'll do. Um, cool. Well, that's it for the Little Dum Dum Club for another week, guys. Cal Wilson, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for letting me join you. been an absolute treat. You've got a show coming up at the Melbourne Comedy I Festival do. called All Ears. That's right. Is that travelling to anywhere else? Um, it's travelling to Auckland Oh, okay. uh, for a week afterwards. So it's, yeah, it's a show about um, how stories are always funnier than jokes. Oh, people's, people's real stories are always better than something you could write. Oh, yeah. I think we've proven that over yeah. the last hour. Uh, anyone, I don't know if we have any New Zealand listeners, but if you are a New Zealand, get in touch with yeah, us. We've got us a couple. Yeah. had a couple from Germany, from the UK. Uh, we've been trying to, we've, we, have, we found out we have some Lebanon and Tokyo listeners, so we've been trying to track down <laughs> Where in the world? Uh, yeah, New Zealand. I don't know if we have yeah. New Zealand. Or well, maybe you can be our bridge to, to bridge uh, New to Zealand. Nowhere, you're going to say. How about, how, about, how about this before we go? Uh, uh, a couple of shout-outs for what we've got coming up and whatever. We've always got the T-shirts. If people haven't seen what the T-shirts are, we've got Hey Mate T-shirts uh, in grey. Why are these to the dude that needs something from Melbourne? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. We, we are true Christopher Peterson's wife, get onto us and yes. get your hubby a T-shirt. Yeah, we've got grey and blue um, I think, you know what, I think t-shirts? you may have already bought one. I feel oh. like you may have already put po- Anyway, Probably. we can work that out. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Uh, yeah, we've got the grey and blue uh, T-shirts. What we've got, because of our sponsors, our sweet sponsors punchline, um, we've got a couple of DVDs to give away. If you want to buy a T-shirt, we'll slip a DVD into the mix. Yeah. Um, we've got like a copy of Greg Fleet's brand new DVD, Tie-Dye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, friend of the show, Harley Breen. Friend of the show, Harley Breen, uh, the Kingswood and I. Uh, Steve Hughes DVD. We've got an Anthony Salami DVD. We've got Nina Conti yep. DVD. Yep. Um, Barry Award winning Nina Conti. Yes. So we've got... We were given uh, a couple of copies of them, so we've got one at least to give away because I won't watch them, so I'll give mine ones away. <laughs> yeah. You'll probably watch yours. I'm so. convincing the sponsor to get me Boardwalk Empire. They don't put it out, <laughs> but I'm just telling him to go down to JB Hi-Fi and just buy it for just me. So maybe we can slip some of that in as well. Just hook your VCR up and tape it off TV, mate. Yeah, yeah. get me, get me. Uh, if you guys don't put out Zelda Skyward Sword on Nintendo Wii, just go and get that for me and yeah. you can hook me up with that. So anyway, hit us up at uh, Dum Dum Club. Little Dum Dum Club at gmail.com. Yep. Or on and Twitter, or on Facebook. I've got, got to find a question, Carl. Where do I need to pay you for my part of the podcast? <laughs>
That's a good question. <laughs> stumped. The first time I've ever seen him completely stumped. <laughs> Guys, we've got the live shows coming up in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Tickets now on sale, comedyfestival.com.au. Come down, check us out, get a T-shirt, uh, send us an email, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.